You say, in the name of Jesus, I'm not going by what I see. I go by what the Word of God says. There's more than just this physical realm. There's also a spiritual realm. I don't care what this looks like. I know what God's Word says. I was told that my life would be one of pain and isolation and that freedom wasn't even to be hoped for. I was told I was always going to be in a wheelchair. I was given three months to live before total heart failure. Hi, I'm Julianne Hartman from Los Angeles, California, and I was told that I would never recover from fibromyalgia. I was in and out of emergency rooms and spent over $300,000 searching for a cure to no avail. I was just about to give up when I discovered Andrew Womack on television. And Andrew showed me for the first time that by the stripes of Jesus, I was already healed. In a matter of weeks, I received my healing after listening to all of the teachings made available online. And today, 10 years later, I'm still walking in my healing, and I'm not alone. I was healed of fibromyalgia and environmental illness. I was healed of Lyme disease. I was healed of lupus and heart failure. Because people like you partnered with Andrew Walmick Ministries, we've all been given our lives back. We cannot thank you enough for your generosity, but there are still millions more out there seeking the truth that set us free. Will you help us bring this message to them? You can reach people like me who are trapped in their home and not aware of the fullness of what the gospel says that we can be free from everything the enemy tried to put on us. I would not be here if it wasn't for this ministry and I just really encourage you to become a partner today. Why wouldn't you want to partner with Andrew Womack Ministries? Become a partner today. To help us set more people free, become a partner by visiting awmi.net slash give or call our helpline at 719-635-1111. We'd love to have you join us today. Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Jesus forgave us of all sin, past, present, and even future sin. Andrew brought good news to me. I could understand the Bible more the way he taught it. Jesus forgave you one time, and that's for everything. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Thursday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today, I'm continuing to teach on a subject that I call excellence. I've got a book by this title. It's entitled, How to Pursue an Excellent Spirit. And it's taken from the teaching about Daniel and his three friends, Hananiah, Mesiel, and Azariah, who are better known as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And so I've already talked about a lot of things, but Daniel chapter 5, verse 12, and Daniel chapter 6, verse 3, both talk about Daniel having an excellent spirit. And Daniel chapter 6, verse 3 specifically says the reason Daniel was going to be promoted to be second in control over the entire Persian Empire, the largest empire that had ever been on the earth up until that time, the reason he was going to be promoted was because he had an excellent spirit. And I'm telling you, it's the same thing with us today. Daniel was promoted because he had an excellent spirit. And God will promote us when we have an excellent spirit. Now, God loves us even if we don't have an excellent spirit. If you're a griper and a complainer, if you're a person that has lost your hope, God still loves you. He loves you based on what Jesus has done, and He will accept you 
whether you have a good attitude or not. But He's not going to promote you. He doesn't want to promote a bad attitude. I'm telling you, if you want to see God's will come to pass in your life, you need to develop an excellent spirit, is what the Bible calls it. So I've already talked about how that Daniel and his three friends had an excellent spirit. I've mentioned two things. First of all, they knew who they were and they had a relationship with God. It was their identity in God that gave them their security. And because of that, God gave them wisdom and understanding and favor and promotion. We already dealt with that out of Daniel chapter 1. Then in Daniel chapter 3, we talked about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, how that they not only knew who they were, they knew that they had a covenant with their God, but they refused to compromise. When they were commanded to bow down and worship an image of gold that Nebuchadnezzar had made of himself or be thrown into the fiery furnace, they chose not to compromise. They had a greater fear of God than they did a fear of man. And man, I love that. Everybody wants the results that they got, but nobody is willing to do what they did. Nobody's willing to stand. Did you know when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stood and just refused to compromise, they didn't know what the last part of Daniel chapter 3 would say. They didn't know that God was going to deliver them out of the fiery furnace, but it didn't matter. They weren't going to compromise. They weren't going to serve Nebuchadnezzar's image even if God didn't deliver them. That attitude is part of an excellent spirit. You need to know who you are, whose you are. You need to have a relationship with Him, and you need to refuse to compromise that relationship for anything, even if it threatens your own life, if it threatens your job, if it threatens your family. You just need to refuse to bend, to bow, or to burn. Those are the things we've already talked about. What I want to talk about now is that we need to have boldness. And that's another thing that is a attitude of, with an excellent attitude. It's an excellent spirit. You know, the Scripture says in Proverbs chapter 28, verse 1, it says, The wicked flee when there's no man without, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Think about that. The wicked flee when there's no man without, when there's not even a reason to flee. But people who are righteous, and righteous here isn't talking about that you are perfect and that you do everything right. None of us are righteous in ourselves. But this is talking about our righteousness is in Christ. Matter of fact, it says over in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, I believe it's verse 30, that Jesus is our righteousness. He's made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. So when he's talking about the righteous or bold as a lion, he's talking about those who have a relationship with God, and I'm talking about an intimate, a working relationship to where they fear God. They are honoring God, trusting God. When you are like that, you are bold as a lion. But people who are wicked, they flee when there's not even any reason to flee, when there's no one without. You know, sad to say, there's a lot of Christians that they are afraid when there is no reason to be afraid. You know, I gave examples about how we had a school system here in Woodland Park who wouldn't let Tony Dungy come in and speak because they thought he might mention Jesus. That's not real. There is nothing in the U.S. Constitution that forbids us mentioning Jesus in a public school. 
NOW THAT PERSON IS GONE, THE LEADERSHIP HAS CHANGED, AND TONY DUNGY DID COME, AND HE SPOKE IN THE SCHOOL SYSTEM, SO EVERYTHING'S FINE NOW. BUT I'M SAYING THAT, SEE, THAT WAS A PERSON WHO WAS FLEEING WHEN THERE WAS NO ONE WITHOUT. THERE WAS NO REASON FOR THIS. AND WE HAVE A LOT OF CHRISTIANS THAT ARE JUST AFRAID. I'VE KNOWN MINISTERS THAT SAY, BUT THEY'D TAKE AWAY MY TAX-EXEMPT STATUS. I MIGHT LOSE MONEY OVER IT. WHO CARES? AND I KNOW THAT THERE'S SOME PEOPLE THAT THIS IS JUST SACRED TO THEM. WELL, I PRAISE GOD THAT WE HAVE THE ABILITY TO HAVE A TAX EXEMPTION AND NOT PAY TAXES. I I APPRECIATE IT, AND I'M FIGHTING FOR IT, AND I DON'T WANT TO LOSE THAT, BUT I'M TELLING YOU, I GIVE TO PEOPLE ALL OF THE TIME, AND I DON'T GET A TAX-DEDUCTIBLE RECEIPT. FIRST OF ALL, MY WIFE AND I GIVE SO MUCH MONEY AWAY THAT WE GIVE THE MAXIMUM. uh, IF THEY WERE... (laughs) YOU KNOW, MOST OF THE GIVING THAT I GIVE, I DON'T EVEN LET ANYBODY KNOW I'VE DONE IT. I DON'T GET A RECEIPT FOR IT BECAUSE WE ALREADY HAVE THE MAXIMUM DEDUCTION. WE'RE WAY ABOVE. BUT I DON'T GIVE BECAUSE I GET A TAX EXEMPTION. MAN, THAT'S NOT THE REASON I GIVE. I GIVE BECAUSE OF WHAT THE WORD OF GOD SAYS. GIVEN IT SHALL BE GIVEN UNTO YOU. WHETHER THE UNITED STATES GOVERNMENT CONTINUED TO GIVE US THIS EXEMPTION OR NOT, I'D DO WHAT WAS RIGHT. AND HOPEFULLY, OUR PARTNERS WOULD DO THE SAME THING. HOPEFULLY THOSE OF YOU WHO TRULY HAVE A RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD WOULD DO THE SAME THING. BUT SEE, THERE'S A LOT OF PEOPLE AFRAID OF THINGS, AND THEY'RE ACTING LIKE THESE WICKED THAT FLEE WHEN THERE'S NO MAN WITHOUT. THERE'S PEOPLE THAT ARE SITTING THERE IN SHADRACH, MESHACH, AND ABEDNEGO RISK THEIR LIVES, AND THEY WANT THAT SAME RESULTS, BUT THEY WON'T SAY SOMETHING LESS SOMEBODY ROLL THEIR EYES AT THEM, JUST, YOU KNOW, SIGH SOME WAY OR ANOTHER. THEY CAN'T EVEN HANDLE THAT PERSECUTION. THERE'S A SCRIPTURE THAT SAYS, IF YOU'VE RUN WITH THE FOOTMAN AND THEY TIRE YOU, WELL, THEN WHAT WILL YOU DO WHEN THE HORSEMEN COME? IN OTHER WORDS, IF YOU CAN'T HANDLE SOMEBODY JUST ROLLING THEIR EYES OR SAYING SOMETHING LIKE YOU'RE A FANATIC, YOU'LL NEVER BE ABLE TO STAND WHEN THEY THREATEN TO THROW YOU IN THE BURNING, FIERY FURNACE UNLESS YOU RENOUNCE YOUR FAITH. MAN, WE NEED TO TOUGHEN UP. AND SO I WANT TO TALK ABOUT BOLDNESS. YOU CAN SEE THAT SHADRACH, MESHACH, AND and ABEDNEGO WERE BOLD, AND THEY REFUSED TO COMPROMISE. BOLDNESS IS A CHARACTERISTIC OF HAVING AN EXCELLENT SPIRIT. WHEN YOU ARE TRULY IN UNION WITH GOD, AND IF YOU FELLOWSHIP WITH THE GOD OF THE UNIVERSE, I'M NOT TALKING ABOUT YOU JUST HAVE HEARD SOMEBODY ELSE SAY THAT HE EXISTS, THAT YOU ACKNOWLEDGE THAT HE EXISTS, BUT I'M TALKING ABOUT IF YOU TALK TO HIM, IF YOU HAVE A RELATIONSHIP WITH HIM, IF YOU KNOW HIM PERSONALLY, IT GIVES YOU BOLDNESS THAT WHO CARES? What, WHO CARES WHAT SOMEBODY ELSE SAYS ABOUT ME? I'VE GOT A LOT OF PEOPLE THAT CRITICIZE ME, BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? GOD ALMIGHTY LOVES ME. HE DOESN'T LOVE ME BECAUSE I DO EVERYTHING PERFECTLY. HE LOVES ME IN SPITE OF WHO I AM, NOT BECAUSE OF WHO I AM, BUT I KNOW IT. HE TELLS ME THAT HE LOVES ME. I FEEL GOD'S PLEASURE AND ACCEPTANCE, AND BECAUSE OF THAT, WHEN OTHER PEOPLE REJECT ME. AND I'VE GOT LOTS OF PEOPLE THAT REJECT ME. I'VE GOT LOTS OF PEOPLE THAT CRITICIZE ME. BUT WHEN THAT HAPPENS, IT JUST DOESN'T MEAN MUCH TO ME BECAUSE I KNOW THAT GOD ALMIGHTY IS FOR ME AND WITH ME. THE RIGHTEOUS ARE BOLD AS A LION. WHEN YOU HAVE A RELATIONSHIP, AN INTIMATE WORKING RELATIONSHIP WITH GOD, IT MAKES YOU BOLD. WHAT COULD YOU DO TO ME? THE WORST THING THAT COULD HAPPEN IS YOU COULD KILL ME. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? I'D GO DIRECTLY INTO THE PRESENCE OF GOD AND SPEND ETERNITY WITH HIM, AND GOD WOULD REWARD ME AND BLESS ME. WHEN YOU GET THAT PERSPECTIVE, IT CHANGES THE WAY YOU INTERACT WITH PEOPLE. YOU CAN'T BE INTIMIDATED LIKE THAT. MAN, THIS IS POWERFUL. AND IN THE FOURTH CHAPTER OF THE BOOK, 
OF DANIEL. THIS IS ONE OF MY FAVORITE CHAPTERS IN THE BIBLE. AND MUCH OF THIS CHAPTER WAS WRITTEN BY KING NEBUCHADNEZZAR, THE ONLY TIME THAT A NON-JEWISH KING EVER WROTE ANYTHING IN THE BIBLE. I THINK DANIEL IS THE ONE WHO WROTE IT, BUT IT IS ACTUALLY A QUOTATION. MUCH OF IT IS A QUOTATION FROM NEBUCHADNEZZAR. AND SO I HAVEN'T GOT TIME TO GO THROUGH THE WHOLE THING. LET ME JUST QUICKLY GO THROUGH THIS. BUT AFTER SHADRACH, MESHACH, AND ABEDNEGO HAD ENDURED THE FIERY FURNACE, NEBUCHADNEZZAR RECOGNIZED THAT THEIR GOD WAS THE TRUE GOD, AND HE ACTUALLY GAVE A COMMAND THAT ANYBODY WHO DIDN'T WORSHIP THE GOD OF THE JEWS SHOULD BE KILLED AND HIS HOUSE MADE A DUNGHILL. I TALKED ABOUT THAT YESTERDAY. THAT'S AN OVERREACTION. YOU DON'T KILL ANYBODY WHO DISAGREES WITH YOU. BUT IN THE FOURTH CHAPTER... SO ANYWAY, I SAY ALL OF THAT TO SAY THAT NEBUCHADNEZZAR HAD HAD SOME ENCOUNTERS WITH GOD. THIS WAS THE SECOND TIME THAT HE HAD BEEN CONVINCED THAT THE GOD OF THE JEWS WAS THE TRUE GOD. THE FIRST TIME WAS WHEN HE HAD THIS DREAM AND DANIEL CAME AND INTERPRETED HIS DREAM AND uh, NEBUCHADNEZZAR HAD FORGOTTEN WHAT THE DREAM WAS. SO DANIEL NOT ONLY HAD TO COME UP WITH THE INTERPRETATION, BUT HE HAD TO COME UP WITH WHAT THE DREAM WAS. AND THEN HE INTERPRETED IT. AND SO THAT WAS AN IMPRESSION ON NEBUCHADNEZZAR. BUT EVEN AFTER THAT'S WHEN HE MADE THIS STATUE AND COMMANDED EVERY PERSON TO WORSHIP IT OR THEY'D BE KILLED, AND uh, SHADRACH, MESHACH, AND ABEDNEGO TURNED HIS ATTENTION AWAY FROM HIMSELF, AND HE RECOGNIZED THAT GOD WAS THE TRUE GOD. SO TWO MIRACULOUS ENCOUNTERS WHERE HE RECOGNIZED THAT THE GOD OF THE JEWS WAS THE TRUE GOD, AND YET IN THE FOURTH CHAPTER OF THE BOOK OF DANIEL IS WHERE NEBUCHADNEZZAR HAD ANOTHER DREAM. AND IN THIS DREAM, I WON'T GO THROUGH THE WHOLE THING, BUT IT WAS ABOUT A TREE, AND IT WAS THIS HUGE TREE THAT WAS SO BIG THAT IT FILLED THE ENTIRE EARTH and the, in, AND THE BIRDS OF THE AIR CAME AND LODGED IN IT AND IT GAVE SHELTER AND FOOD TO EVERY PERSON ON THE EARTH. AND THEN A PERSON CAME DOWN AND PUT A BAND OF IRON AROUND THE TRUNK OF THE TREE AND THEN THERE WAS A VOICE AND A PERSON CAME AND CUT DOWN THAT TREE. AND NEBUCHADNEZZAR DREAMED THIS DREAM AND WHEN HE AWOKE, HE WAS DISTURBED BY IT. HE KNEW THAT IT MEANT SOMETHING, BUT HE DIDN'T KNOW WHAT IT MEANT. AND SO THEY CALLED FOR DANIEL, AND DANIEL CAME AND INTERPRETED IT. AND RATHER THAN GO THROUGH AND READ ALL OF THIS, I'M JUST GIVING YOU THE CLIFF NOTES ON IT. YOU CAN READ IT IN DANIEL CHAPTER 4. BUT DANIEL BASICALLY SAID THAT THE DREAM IS ABOUT YOU, NEBUCHADNEZZAR. YOU'RE LIKE THIS TREE. YOU HAVE FILLED THE ENTIRE EARTH. AND AT THAT TIME, NEBUCHADNEZZAR'S BABYLONIAN EMPIRE WAS THE LARGEST EMPIRE THAT THE EARTH HAD EVER SEEN. HE HAD CONQUERED THE KNOWN WORLD AT THAT TIME, AND HE WAS THE MOST POWERFUL MAN THAT HAD EVER LIVED. HE HAD THE BIGGEST DOMINION, THE BIGGEST, uh, uh, WHAT DID YOU CALL IT, KINGDOM THAT HAD EVER RULED AT THAT TIME. AND HE SAID, YOU ARE THIS TREE, AND YOU COVER THE WHOLE EARTH. YOU GIVE FOOD TO THE WHOLE EARTH. YOU HAVE THE AIR, BIRDS OF THE AIR COME AND LODGE IN THE BRANCHES THEREOF. BUT BECAUSE YOU HAVE THOUGHT THAT YOU DID THIS ON YOUR OWN BY YOUR OWN POWER, INSTEAD OF GIVING GOD THE CREDIT AND RECOGNIZING THAT GOD IS THE ONE WHO USED YOU TO EXECUTE HIS JUDGMENT ON ALL OF THESE NATIONS. YOU KNOW, ON THE NATION OF ISRAEL ALONE, IT'S VERY OBVIOUS THAT IT WASN'T SO MUCH NEBUCHADNEZZAR'S MIGHT THAT CAUSED HIM TO CONQUER THE JEWS. IT WAS THEIR SIN AND INIQUITY THAT BROUGHT THEM UNDER THIS JUDGMENT, AND GOD USED NEBUCHADNEZZAR TO EXECUTE THAT JUDGMENT. 
SO SOMETIMES we, WE MISINTERPRET THINGS. NEBUCHADNEZZAR, SEE, DID THIS. HE THOUGHT IT WAS HIS GREAT POWER AND ABILITY AND MILITARY MIGHT AND HIS GREAT WISDOM THAT CAUSED ALL THIS. NO, IT WAS ACTUALLY THE SINS OF ALL OF THESE OTHER NATIONS, SPECIFICALLY THE JEWS, THAT MADE THEM SUSCEPTIBLE. AND GOD IS THE ONE WHO USED NEBUCHADNEZZAR TO EXECUTE HIS JUDGMENT ON THESE NATIONS. BUT NEBUCHADNEZZAR WAS LIFTED UP WITH PRIDE. AND HE SAID, BECAUSE YOU WERE LIFTED UP IN PRIDE, GOD IS GOING TO CUT YOU DOWN JUST LIKE HE CUT THIS TREE. BUT IN THE SAME WAY THAT THERE WAS A METAL BAND AROUND THIS TREE, THAT MEANS THAT YOUR KINGDOM IS GOING TO BE SURE TO YOU UNTIL SEVEN TIMES PASS OVER YOU. AND DANIEL WENT ON TO INTERPRET THAT THERE WOULD BE SEVEN YEARS THAT NEBUCHADNEZZAR WOULD BE DRIVEN FROM DWELLING AMONG MEN. HE WOULD BECOME LIKE AN ANIMAL. HE'D CAST HIS CLOTHES OFF. HIS HAIR WOULD GROW AS LONG AS FUR. HIS FINGERNAILS WOULD BE LIKE CLAWS. AND HE WOULD EAT GRASS LIKE AN OX UNTIL HE REALIZED THAT GOD RULED OVER THE AFFAIRS OF MEN. AND SO THAT WAS THE INTERPRETATION OF IT. AND WHEN DANIEL GAVE THIS, HE, he SPOKE TO NEBUCHADNEZZAR AND HE SAID, BREAK OFF YOUR INIQUITIES BY RIGHTEOUSNESS LET ME JUST READ SOME OF THIS to, TO YOU SO THAT YOU CAN GET THE IMPACT OF IT. AND HE SAID IN VERSE 27, WHEREFORE, O KING, LET MY COUNSEL BE ACCEPTABLE UNTO THEE, AND BREAK OFF THY SINS BY RIGHTEOUSNESS, AND THINE INIQUITIES BY SHOWING MERCY TO THE POOR, IF IT MAY BE A LENGTHENING OF THY TRANQUILITY. IN OTHER WORDS, WHAT HE'S SAYING IS THAT, LOOK, THIS IS GOING TO HAPPEN TO YOU, BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? IF YOU WOULD HUMBLE YOURSELF, AND IF YOU WOULD BEGIN TO SEEK GOD AND DO WHAT WAS RIGHTEOUS, YOU WOULD PROLONG YOUR PROSPERITY. YOU COULD LESSEN THIS JUDGMENT UPON YOU. AND THIS SETS A PRINCIPLE THAT EVEN THOUGH GOD MAY SHOW YOU SOMETHING IN A DREAM OR IF THERE WAS A PROPHECY, DID YOU KNOW THAT IF YOU WILL HUMBLE YOURSELF, GOD WILL EXTEND HIS MERCY TOWARDS YOU. THIS HAPPENED TO THE JEWISH NATION AS A WHOLE. IT HAPPENED TO INDIVIDUAL KINGS WHEN NEGATIVE THINGS WERE PROPHESIED ABOUT THEM. FOR INSTANCE, ISAIAH CAME ALONG AND PROPHESIED TO HEZEKIAH THAT HE HAD TO GET HIS HOUSE IN ORDER THAT GOD, THAT HE WAS GOING TO DIE. HE WOULD NOT GET UP OFF THAT BED, BUT HE WOULD DIE. AND SO ISAIAH PROPHESIED THAT TO KING HEZEKIAH, BUT BEFORE ISAIAH EVEN GOT OUT OF THE PALACE, GOD SPOKE TO HIM BECAUSE WHEN, I, when HEZEKIAH HEARD THIS PROPHECY, HE TURNED HIS FACE TO THE WALL AND HE CRIED OUT TO GOD FOR MERCY. AND SO GOD SPOKE TO ISAIAH BEFORE HE EVEN GOT OUT OF THE PALACE AND SAID, GO BACK AND TELL HIM THAT I WILL ADD TO HIM 15 YEARS. HE WILL LIVE 15 MORE YEARS BECAUSE HE HUMBLED HIMSELF. SO GOD HAD PRONOUNCED JUDGMENT ON HIM, BUT HE GAVE HIM A REPRIEVE BECAUSE HE HUMBLED HIMSELF. THERE MAY BE SOME OF YOU THAT, YOU KNOW, YOU HAVE DONE WRONG AND YOU KNOW THAT, MAN, YOUR TIME IS UP. YOU HAVE MESSED UP. BUT IF YOU WOULD HUMBLE YOURSELF, GOD IS GRACIOUS. GOD WILL EXTEND MERCY TO YOU. THERE'S SOME GREAT LESSONS TO LEARN IN THIS. AND SO HE TOLD HIM TO HUMBLE HIMSELF. AND THEN IN VERSE 28, IT SAYS, ALL THIS CAME UPON KING NEBUCHADNEZZAR. AT THE END OF 12 MONTHS, HE WALKED IN THE PALACE OF THE KINGDOM OF BABYLON. THE KING SPAKE AND SAID, IS NOT THIS GREAT BABYLON THAT I HAVE BUILT FOR THE HOUSE OF THE KINGDOM BY THE MIGHT OF MY POWER AND FOR THE HONOR OF MY MAJESTY? NOW REMEMBER THAT THIS MAN HAD BUILT AN IMAGE THAT WAS OVER 60 FEET TALL OF GOLD AND MADE PEOPLE WORSHIP IT OR HE WOULD KILL THEM. AND HE SAID, WHO IS A GOD THAT'S BIGGER THAN ME? NOBODY CAN DELIVER OUT OF MY HAND. HE THOUGHT HE WAS BIGGER THAN GOD. AND HE WAS HUMBLED IN THAT INSTANCE BECAUSE SHADRACH, MESHACH, AND ABEDNEGO SURVIVED THE BURNING FIERY FURNACE. BUT HE HADN'T GOTTEN RID OF THIS SELF-EGO 
THIS EXALTATION OF HIMSELF. AND THEN HE HAD THIS DREAM, AND for APPARENTLY FOR A PERIOD OF TIME HE MUST HAVE HUMBLED HIMSELF A LITTLE BIT BECAUSE IT WAS 12 MONTHS LATER BEFORE IT CAME TO PASS. BUT HE WAS WALKING IN THE PALACE, AND I DON'T KNOW HOW MANY OF YOU HAVE HEARD, BUT YOU KNOW, ONE OF THE SEVEN WONDERS OF THE WORLD WERE THE HANGING GARDENS OF BABYLON. THEY WERE WORLD FAMOUS. IT WAS A WONDER OF THE WORLD THAT HE HAD THESE HANGING GARDENS. BABYLON WAS THIS HUGE CITY, AN IMPREGNABLE FORTRESS. IT WAS JUST... IT'S PROBABLY THE, the uh, YOU KNOW, THE MOST OPULENT PLACE ON THE PLANET AT THAT TIME. AND AS HE WAS WALKING AND HE SAW ALL THAT HE HAD DONE AND THE POWER OF HIS MIGHT AND FOR THE HONOR OF HIS MAJESTY, HE WAS JUST TALKING ABOUT HOW AWESOME HE WAS. LOOK AT THIS. IT SAYS, WHILE THE WORD WAS IN THE KING'S MOUTH, THERE FELL A VOICE FROM HEAVEN SAYING, O KING NEBUCHADNEZZAR, TO THEE IT IS SPOKEN, THE KINGDOM IS DEPARTED FROM THEE, AND THEY SHALL DRIVE THEE FROM MAN, AND THY DWELLING SHALL BE WITH THE BEAST OF THE FIELD. THEY SHALL MAKE THEE TO EAT GRASS AS AN OXEN, AND SEVEN TIMES SHALL PASS OVER THEE UNTIL THOU KNOWEST THE MOST HIGH RULETH IN THE KINGDOM OF MAN, AND GIVE IT TO WHOMSOEVER HE WILL. AND THEN IT SAYS IN VERSE 33, THE SAME HOUR WAS THE THING FULFILLED UPON NEBUCHADNEZZAR, AND HE WAS DRIVEN FROM MAN, AND DID EAT GRASS AS OXEN, AND HIS BODY WAS WET WITH THE DEW OF HEAVEN, TILL HIS HAIRS WERE GROWN LIKE EAGLE'S FEATHERS, AND HIS NAILS LIKE BIRD CLAWS. AND AT THE END OF THE DAYS, THIS IS WHERE NEBUCHADNEZZAR BEGINS TO START WRITING, AND THIS IS HIS WRITING IN THE BIBLE. It SAYS, AT THE END OF THE DAYS, I, NEBUCHADNEZZAR, LIFTED UP MINE EYES UNTO HEAVEN, AND MY UNDERSTANDING RETURNED UNTO ME, AND I BLESSED THE MOST HIGH, AND I PRAISED AND HONORED HIM THAT LIVETH FOREVER, WHOSE DOMINION IS AN EVERLASTING DOMINION, AND HIS KINGDOM IS FROM GENERATION TO GENERATION. AND ALL THE INHABITANTS OF THE EARTH ARE REPUTED AS NOTHING, AND HE DOETH ACCORDING TO HIS WILL IN THE ARMY OF HEAVEN AND AMONG THE INHABITANTS OF THE EARTH, AND NONE CAN STAY HIS HAND OR SAY UNTO HIM, WHAT DOEST THOU? AT THE SAME TIME MY REASON RETURNED UNTO ME, AND FOR THE GLORY OF MY KINGDOM, MY HONOR AND MY BRIGHTNESS RETURNED UNTO ME, AND MY COUNSELORS AND MY LORD SOUGHT UNTO ME, AND I WAS ESTABLISHED IN MY KINGDOM, AND EXCELLENT MAJESTY WAS ADDED UNTO ME. NOW I, NEBUCHADNEZZAR, PRAISE AND EXTOL AND HONOR THE KING OF HEAVEN, ALL WHOSE WORKS ARE TRUTH, AND HIS WAYS JUDGMENT. AND LOOK AT THIS, AND THOSE THAT WALK IN PRIDE, HE IS ABLE TO ABASE. <laughs> WHAT AN UNDERSTATEMENT. THINK ABOUT THIS. THINK ABOUT HOW GOD BROUGHT NEBUCHADNEZZAR DOWN. HE WENT OUT, AND FOR SEVEN YEARS HE ATE GRASS. HE WAS NAKED. HIS HAIR GREW. THIS IS THE MAN WHO HAD BEEN THE MIGHTIEST MAN ON THE PLANET, AND YET HE GOT LIFTED UP WITH PRIDE, AND GOD BROUGHT HIM DOWN TO NOTHING. NOW, PRAISE GOD. WE LIVE UNDER A BETTER COVENANT, AND FOR ANYONE WHO HAS MADE JESUS THEIR LORD, GOD IS NOT GOING TO HUMILIATE YOU THE WAY HE DID NEBUCHADNEZZAR. WE'VE GOT A COVENANT THAT GOD WILL NEVER LEAVE US NOR FORSAKE US. HIS WRATH HAS BEEN POURED OUT UPON JESUS. GOD WON'T DO THIS TO US. BUT THIS DOESN'T MEAN THAT HE LIKES OUR ARROGANCE AND OUR SELF-CONFIDENCE AND OUR INDEPENDENCE FROM HIM ANY MORE THAN HE LIKED IT IN NEBUCHADNEZZAR. IT'S NOT GOD WHO'S CHANGED AND NOW SAID, YOU KNOW, PRIDE AND ARROGANCE AND YOU BEING SELF-SUFFICIENT IS OKAY NOW. I'M NOT GOING TO HOLD IT AGAINST YOU. NO, IT'S STILL WRONG. IT'S JUST THAT HE PUNISHED HIS SON AND HE BORE OUR JUDGMENT SO THAT WE DON'T HAVE TO BEAR IT. BUT MAN, WHAT A GREAT EXAMPLE OF HOW NEBUCHADNEZZAR WAS BROUGHT LOW. 
AND, YOU KNOW, I'VE READ SOME COMMENTARIES ON THIS, AND IT DOESN'T SAY THIS IN THE BIBLE, BUT THERE ARE COMMENTARIES THAT SAY THAT THE QUEEN, uh, NEBUCHADNEZZAR'S WIFE, AND IT GAVE HER NAME, I FORGET WHAT IT IS RIGHT NOW, BUT BECAUSE OF THIS PROPHECY OF DANIEL, WHEN NEBUCHADNEZZAR LOST HIS MIND AND WENT OUT AND LIVED LIKE AN ANIMAL, SHE KEPT THE KINGDOM, AND SHE USED LORDS AND OTHER PEOPLE TO RULE THE KINGDOM, AND THEY KEPT IT SAFE FOR HIM BASED ON DANIEL'S PROPHECY. AND THAT'S THE ONLY WAY THAT I COULD UNDERSTAND HOW A MAN COULD TOTALLY LOSE HIS MIND, GO LIVE LIKE AN ANIMAL AND EAT GRASS AND and BE NAKED FOR SEVEN YEARS AND THEN COME BACK AND GET HIS KINGDOM BACK? I BELIEVE IT WAS BECAUSE THE QUEEN, WHO IT TALKS ABOUT RIGHT HERE IN THIS FOURTH CHAPTER, SHE KEPT THE KINGDOM AND PRESERVED IT FOR NEBUCHADNEZZAR BASED ON THE PROPHECY OF DANIEL. AND WHEN NEBUCHADNEZZAR CAME BACK, MAN, HE WAS A DIFFERENT PERSON. AND I'M NOT SURE, BUT IT LOOKS TO ME LIKE WE WILL SEE NEBUCHADNEZZAR IN HEAVEN. EVEN THOUGH HE DID THESE TERRIBLE ATROCITIES AND THINGS, EVENTUALLY HE RETURNED AND HUMBLED HIMSELF AND HE PROCLAIMED THAT THERE WAS NO GOD LIKE THE GOD OF DANIEL. AND HE SUBMITTED HIMSELF. SO ONE OF THE THINGS I WAS WANTING TO POINT OUT THROUGH THIS IS THAT ANOTHER QUALITY OF HAVING AN EXCELLENT SPIRIT IS YOU NEED TO BE BOLD. HERE'S DANIEL GOING INTO THE MIGHTIEST MAN ON THE PLANET AND PROPHESYING HIS DEMISE IF HE DIDN'T HUMBLE HIMSELF AND REPENT. AND HE STOOD UP AND SPOKE WITH AUTHORITY. THIS IS NOW THE SECOND TIME THAT DANIEL HAD INTERPRETED DREAMS FOR NEBUCHADNEZZAR. AND THIS TIME HE WAS BOLD. BOLDNESS IS A QUALITY OF AN EXCELLENT SPIRIT TO WHERE YOU AREN'T AFRAID OF MEN, BUT YOU'RE MORE AFRAID OF GOD. YOU REVERENCE AND HONOR HIM MORE THAN YOU HONOR MAN. IF YOU ARE A COMPROMISER, IF YOU'RE A MAN PLEASER, YOU CANNOT TRULY HAVE FAITH IN GOD. WELCOME TO THE AWM MINUTE, A SMALL GLIMPSE ON HOW YOUR PARTNERSHIP WITH ANDREW WOMACK MINISTRIES AND KARIS BIBLE COLLEGE ALLOWS US TO PROVIDE FREE CONFERENCES WHERE PEOPLE ARE GETTING SET FREE. PEOPLE LIKE SELINA BROWN. NOT KNOWING HER IDENTITY AND WORTH, SELINA FELL INTO BAD RELATIONSHIPS, WHICH RESULTED IN HER APPEARING IN ENGLAND'S TABLOIDS FOR HAVING SIX CHILDREN BEFORE THE AGE OF 20. DEPRESSED, SUICIDAL, AND ADDICTED TO DRUGS, SELINA FOUND OUT THROUGH FACEBOOK ABOUT ANDREW'S FREE GRACE AND FAITH CONFERENCE AND DECIDED TO ATTEND. I WAS JUST COMPLETELY SET FREE FROM EVERYTHING, EVERYTHING THAT WAS DRUG ADDICTION AND BEING, WANTING TO KILL MYSELF, BEING DEPRESSED. ALL OF THAT JUST LEFT INSTANTLY. TODAY, SELINA'S LIFE LOOKS NOTHING LIKE IT USED TO. TO SEE SELINA'S FULL GRACE ENCOUNTER, VISIT AWMI.NET TODAY. Discover the blessings that accompany an excellent spirit when you get Andrew's teaching titled, Excellence. This teaching is available in a CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast, or in a DVD album recorded live from the 2016 Men's Advance. Each of these valuable resources are available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. You can also get Andrew's book titled, Excellence, for a gift of any amount when you write or call. And we encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book to you free of charge. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. 
but there are still millions more out there seeking the truth that set us free. You can reach people like me who are trapped in their home and not aware of the fullness of what the gospel says, that we can be free from everything the enemy tried to put on us. I would not be here if it wasn't for this ministry. Become a partner today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. We've got a brand new feature. If you aren't watching at the time your favorite program comes on, you can go back and get whatever you want to see on demand. It's a great new feature. Check it out at gospeltruth.tv.